Black Girls in Media podcast main mission is to educate, encourage, and inspire women of all ages and fields of media. We use our own life experiences, guest tips, and Black culture to move our stories. We aim to teach, uplift, and guide all of our listeners to find ways to connect the dots to achieve their dreams. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Black Girls in Media, the podcast. I am your co-host, Kelly Ray. Today, my other two beautiful co-hosts, Dante and Shelby, could not be with us, but that's all right. We are going to keep the show rolling. Today, we have an amazing guest here with us today. She has been just such a trailblazer in the media industry. She has been the first at so many different things and at such a young age. So please join me in welcoming our our guest, Kennedy. Hello, Kennedy. How are you? I am so happy to be here. My boyfriend and I listen to the podcast all the time. So I'm so honored that I'm actually on it this time. Oh, we love that. Yes, a supportive boyfriend. Absolutely. <laughs> so Kennedy, let's just get started with you telling us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to get into the media industry. Um, I am a news reporter for CBS 11 in Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, I decided to get into uh, the media industry, I think like many black girls seeing Oprah for the first time and being like, oh my goodness, who is that beautiful woman? I wanna do that, I wanna be just like her. So, you know, it started off as just a passion of watching the Oprah show with my parents all the time and, you know, wanting to do that, going to college for it and actually loving it. Yes, absolutely. And like I mentioned in your intro, Kennedy, you have just been the, the first at so many things at such a young age. And one of those things include being the first Black news director on record for your college, Louisiana State University's radio station, KLSU. So tell me, what does it feel like to be called the first at something in 2017? It was crazy. And it, it's a it feels like a lifetime ago, college, it seems so long ago, but uh, I just remember being so shocked. You know, LSU is not an HBCU, right? So it is a PWI, and but still in, in 2017, I think you said was the year, I still could not believe that it was me being the first black, you know, first black in general, and then of course the first black woman. Um, but you know, every day, I just took every day for what it was. I had an amazing time. I had an amazing leader, John Frisha. Um, and I'm just very, very happy for the experience. And I'm happy to say after I joined and after I left, lots of other African-Americans joined the department as well. So very happy and excited about that. That is so good to hear because I feel like a lot of times, you know, sometimes as black people, as black women, we break down these barriers but then sometimes it's still very difficult for others to come behind us. So I'm excited to hear that, you know, know like you paved your way, but you also made sure that others came behind you as well. And I know that you mentioned that college was forever ago, but you did so many great things in college, including being one of the first interns to host GMA's Wake Up Call. GMA, as most of our listeners probably know, is Good Morning America. And not only did you do that, but you also interned so closely with Robin Roberts that she even called you her mini-me, which is like insane. So just tell us a little bit about that experience and how was it working so closely with Robin Roberts? 
It was a great experience. One that I definitely did not think, you know, when you think about your life, you know, that's going to happen. And it all happened just because I took a chance on myself. And I think that that's something important that I want a lot of your listeners to know. It wasn't just, you know, by hat, you know, I knew someone and then this happened and things like that. I literally Googled good morning, American, good morning, America internship. And I applied like everyone else. I think there was like 11,000 applicants and, you know, I was chosen me, Kennedy, this black girl from new Orleans going to college and a state college in Louisiana. And I was chosen. And, you know, after I got that internship, I made sure to tell everyone, like, if I can do it, you can do it as well. Uh, working with Robin was absolutely amazing. She is such a great woman, such a great mentor. And the experience is something that I think I'm going to cherish. I know I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. Just all of the rooms that I got to be in, the people that I met, the things I got to do. Um, and again, very important for people to know that it was just as simple as Googling it and applying. There was no type of just, you know, fancy schmancy thing that everyone's like, oh, you had to jump. No, not at all. It was a long process. I think I had to apply. Uh, I applied in December and I officially got it in March. So well, it did take a few months, but definitely happy that I applied and I encourage everyone to do it as well because it's an amazing opportunity. Amazing. And I know oftentimes a lot of people feel like, you know, oh, I'm from such a small town. I can't get those big internships or, oh, I'm from such a small, a small town. I might, you know, be stuck here and work here for the rest of my life. And so what advice do you have for someone who is currently living in a small town but has big dreams? I say just keep pushing. I also say randomly follow Diddy on Instagram because Diddy is the most, one of the most inspiring people that I know. I'm just a big person of, you know, pushing through everything. You know what I mean? So if it comes into my mind and I'm manifesting it, I'm going to work hard every day to do it. I mean, I got that internship when I was like 20. It, I think I turned 21 like a couple of weeks before I started, you know, you randomly in college, randomly in school thinking about life. Oh my God, I'm so broke. What am I going to do? I have all of these dreams and things like that. How, how are they going to come into fruition? And one thing about me and, you know, I have great people in my corner. I have my parents, my friends, my boyfriend, everyone that believes in me, but no one believes in me as much as I believe in me. I will always be my biggest advocate and my number one fan. You know what I mean? So, and that's what I encourage everyone to do. No one else is going to believe in you unless you believe in yourself. So if you're from that small town, like how I am, I mean, growing up in New Orleans on the West Bank, you know, having all these big dreams, my mom was the teacher, you know, my dad works in government. What am I going to do? How can I do it? And all you have to do is just, you know, put in the work. And one of the things that really, you know, like attracted me to you, Kennedy, and one of the reasons that I really wanted you on this podcast is because not only do you talk the talk, but you walk the walk a lot, like on your Instagram, you're so inspiring. You post your little daily inspirational quotes and you're showing all these amazing things that you're doing, you know, in your journey, just really taking your followers along the way. And one of the things that recently just happened to you that you have been, you know, bringing us along with is your new job at CBS 11 in Dallas, Fort Worth, which is by the way, a top five market. So tell us, Kennedy, how did you go from what Baton Rouge is like market 96? How did you go from market 96 to top five 
in two years. It's crazy to think about, you know, how amazing God is and how much I have been blessed in such a short amount of time. I think I just want to give God all the credit in the glory first, because nothing about my journey has been easy. I know on social media, especially since I moved here and I've gained such a, a large following since being here that, you know, they see me doing these things and it's like, oh, it looks so easy and things like that. There's been lots of nights that I have cried and wondering what is my life? What am I going to do? But God has always made a way because I I manifested. No one knew. I think I only told my boyfriend when I was like, less than a year into my job, I was like, I really want to go to Dallas or Houston, right? I really wanted to go there too afraid to really tell, say my dreams out loud to other people. And I worked hard every day, even when I did not want to get out of bed, even when people did not think that I was working hard. I always had that in the back of my mind of this is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to achieve it. And again, having great people in my corner to help me along the way. But yeah, I mean, coming to top five, like how you mentioned, it's, it's crazy to think about, you know, when I go to work every day. I'm so blessed. I'm at such an amazing station. My news director's awesome. And just overall, just having a fantastic time and really happy to be here. Yes. And so what are some things that you think news directors look for in those higher markets for people that are looking to make that jump, whether it's a, you know, a big jump like you made, or even like, you know, just 10, 15 markets, what are some key things that you think that should be in someone's real if they're trying to take their career to the next level? Oh gosh, girl, I didn't even know where to start. The amount of reels that I made in the last two years, people were so annoyed with me because I was always texting people and email, what do you think about this? Do you think I should add this into my reel? I really don't have that question because I'm not a news director, but I can just tell you about me and my experience. Um, you know, I was a nightside reporter at my first job, at my last job in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So, you know, I had a lot of breaking news and, and hard news, you know, live shots. I'm now what they call day side, which is like my shift is 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, so it's a little different, but basically in my reel, if anyone wants to look it up, I think it's still on YouTube. Uh, just hard news, crime. Um, I had one story about um, this amazing eight-year-old kid that beat cancer during the pandemic and the whole time you know i think like how i said it, i always wanted to get here but you know i still stayed authentic to me you know what i mean it was i when i was applying to jobs i just made sure to always be true to myself yeah no and that's so important and i feel like it shows through your work I feel like, you know, news directors or anyone that's in a hiring position, they can tell, right? They can tell if you're trying to be like the next person, if you're trying to fake it. And so just really, you know, of course, being the best version of yourself, but still being true to yourself. Because at the end of the day, there's only one you. There's only one Kinley. There's one, there's only one Kelly, Shelby, everyone. There's only one you. And that is someone that this world needs. They need the next Kennedy Walker. So thank you so much for being authentically you. Yeah, I think being authentic is is the best thing to do. The only thing that you can do, because I only know how to be me, right? And you only know how to be you. Exactly. And so Kelly, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but there's a viral tweet going around right now that states, 
black journalists or black people in general experience being told that they didn't deserve a role or opportunity or you know we've all heard the diversity hire you were just hired for diversity so what has your experience been like you know in the journalism industry as a whole and in such an industry that is still to date a white male dominated one I did uh, see that tweet. I think I actually like quoted it or commented on it um, on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I think I want, I feel completely comfortable diving into just yet, but I think everyone has their story, right? Everyone has experienced some type of, you know, racism in their lives. And, you know, if you've been in this business as well, um, I've experienced it, um, like how I said on Twitter, um, in college and in my professional career, it is very unfortunate and sad that it continues to happen in 2021. But I think any advice that I would give to those going through it is just to keep your head up and just be the best you that you can be, right? I mean, like at the end of the day, you're black, I'm black. And we got this, not because of the color of our skin, but because we are talented. And it's sad that in this year of 2021, that we are still dealing with that. It's like, you can never win. You can never win. And that's what is so sad about it because it's like, as soon as you get to these high positions, the first thing they wanna say is you didn't deserve it. You got it because of the color of your skin, which is so odd to think about because before, it would be, you know, like, what does that even mean? You got it because, because of your black, you know, when we never got the opportunities and now that we are getting the opportunities, right? <laughs> it, 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 it's crazy. Back in the day, it was the opposite. It was like, we weren't getting opportunities because of the color of our skin. And now people are saying, oh, well, you only got it because of the color, because of, the color of your skin. It's like, but I went to college and I went to school and I won X amount, you know, I won X amount of awards and I did this and I did that. And it, it's never enough. It's, it's never, you could be the president of the United States. You could be um, the best doctor in the world. And it's, it, it's still never enough. And it's sad that our people have to go through that. I'm in a lot of social media groups, uh, cater to black women and journalism and things like that. And this is a topic that we talk about a lot. One person even put in the group that, uh, one of their colleagues told them, yeah, you know, it's so hard being a white man right now because they're not hiring any of us. Wow. And no. the person know what to say because it's like are we in america is is, is, is are you saying this to me a, a black person that it's hard being a white man it it's crazy but you know again keep pushing forward for sure yes absolutely and then my last question for you kennedy is speaking of pushing forward for anyone who is in college right now and is interested in becoming a news reporter but their college doesn't have a student run station like yours did what advice would you give them to be able to still build their reel without working for a station? I would say internships, you know, or just working for a station, even if they only let you work there for two weeks, you know, it's always good to shadow people and, you know, get your foot in the door. I'm a big, big believer for getting your foot in the door. I think a lot of people who've met me, you know, they know that I am okay with messaging you on social media. I am okay with emailing you. You know, I'm not gonna harass you or anything like that, but 
you got to do what you got to do. We have all been there. It doesn't bother me when I get messages. You know, we all get busy. So if someone messages me two or three times, it's like, thank you. I appreciate that because we all just, just have a lot going on. So for me in college, I just remember just being so desperate for that opportunity. And finally it came my sophomore year of college. Um, I got an, uh, little teleprompter job at one of the local stations near LSU. And even though it was the teleprompter, you would have thought I was on air the way I was coming to work every day, just so excited and uh, for the world. And after that, that's when I got my internship uh, in New Orleans and so forth. But it, I would say just reach out to local stations, whether that is a TV station, whether that is a newspaper, whether that is a radio station, I have done it all just so that it could help me get one step closer and I believe that none of it was a waste of time even though I always knew that I wanted to do television I did tv I did radio in college like how you mentioned I was the news director of our station I did I was in the PRSSA club public relations I was on the student newspaper everything and I feel like all of those experiences helped make me the person that I am today. I would just say, do not be discouraged. I mean, I can't imagine what it was like going to college during the pandemic because working during the pandemic was tough. So I can't imagine going to school and trying to figure out my career and things like that. So um, any questions that anyone has, y'all follow me on Instagram, on you know, Twitter, Kennedy Walker, and I'll be happy to help. Wait, it is so funny. I, that is the epitome of just you being such a journalist because that's always our closing statements, right? That's always, <laughs> okay, so give us your information. Tell us how we can follow, right, <laughs> how, we can right. follow you. how can people keep up with you? So um, I guess just once again, thank you so much, Kennedy, for being our guest today. We absolutely so appreciate you. And I know along with myself, as well as my other co-hosts, we definitely wish you the best of luck. And I know that we for sure will be supporting you you and rooting for you as you go throughout your journey but once again can you please tell our listeners where they can follow you and if they have any information if they have any questions for you where they can reach out well first I would say that if you're in uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area to watch channel 11 CBS lots of great people on the station um, and also you know you can follow me on Instagram my handles are all Kennedy Walker Twitter Facebook everything and if you are interested in keeping up with other reporters or other women in the media industry, registration for Black Girls in Media's membership is now open. We closed our membership for a little bit because we were trying to revamp it, but now everything is good to go. So make sure you head over to the main BGIM Instagram page for more information about membership. You can also follow me on Instagram at it's Kelly Ray, and you can follow the podcast at BGIM Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you so much, Kennedy, for joining us today. And thank you so much to all of our listeners. And until next time, guys.